reflective people in reasonably good health, I say, look at how many of them have quit, have just shut down their motors, as it were, at 60 or so, and are just kind of drifting along. And that's why we need a, a spirituality or a whole motivational way of looking at self and other and the world that might help energize both me and all these other people. And that's my impetus for even working on this issue, this vision of so many people who are have shut down, as it were. So many people I think have quit out there, although there are many who haven't. <clears throat> and what a great loss that is to society. Uh, <clears throat> We need to then start um, thinking about how to regain a sense of self-significance and creativity in later life. There are many stereotypes around in the society that keep us from um, becoming deeper in our sense of self-significance in, in, in developing our creativity. Maggie Kuhn talks about, uh, Maggie Kuhn, the founder of the Grey Panther movement, talks about some of these stereotypes that we older people incorporate into ourselves and then we live out. Stereotypes such as old age or older age being mindless. Um, so that, and, and of course studies today show that uh, both in the level of memory and the level of the use of the mind, although we may be somewhat slower than um, younger people in terms of rapidity of getting from A to B, older people don't necessarily, necessarily lose their mental faculties. For, and uh, many studies are showing this today. I mean, I'm talking about people over 60 and so on. But there's a stereotype around of mindlessness. There's also a stereotype around in a technological culture like ours that favors the vigor of youth and uh, productivity, material productivity, there's a stereotype of uselessness, Maggie Kuhn says. Not only mindlessness, but uselessness. The old are useless. There's also a stereotype around of um, sexlessness, as though uh, somehow if one were not being sexual as a 20 or 25 year old sexual and then one is a, a non-sexual being. All those stereotypes that uh, Maggie Kuhn has so well underlined in one of her books. I was in Los Angeles not long ago, and uh, I went to get a fast food bite somewhere, and the girl said, do you, sir, do you want the senior discount? Me? Senior discount? This was five years ago. I'm, I'm 61 now, but, you know, I thought I was young then. And, uh, <clears throat> or when someone actually gets up in a bus in San Francisco and says, sir, would you like to sit down? You know? <clears throat> I, and then I say, oh, I must be old. God, I must just be decrepit. I'm losing it. Oh, you know. So I, the, the way that the society conditions us to um, <clears throat> see ourselves as old and all the imagery of, in television, all the, 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 the imagery features younger people selling things, okay? And it does not, except for Geritol, feature older people selling things uh, very often. And it's against all this that I am trying to speak this morning. After this brief introduction, I'm going to talk about 
Um, some of the problems of middle age and some of the promise of middle age and then some of the problems of elderhood and some of the promise of elderhood but mainly I'm going to go on and talk about the three stories or myths myth in the good sense not the negative sense but the good sense of story life story stories of courage creativity and compassion I think our spirituality our religiousness is deeply enmeshed in our negotiating the stages of life, in our actually going through the stages of life. Our spirituality and our religiousness is not primarily something outside there in doctrines, in institutions, although they can be helpful. But it's primarily in going through the transitions from childhood to, uh, to youth, to middle age, to older age.